Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. It is Wednesday, February 24th. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And lots to discuss today. Let's see if I can center myself in the uh, in the video screen here. So obviously, <laughs> I'm, not close to, I'm not close to center <laughs> when I'm behind this backboard. Hey, but hey, you've at least got something to fill up the space. I got no, nothing. Uh, so hey, lots lots to talk about today. We were we were kind of scrambling trying to figure out all right what is actually worth talking about because as you all know the format of the show is is more sports bar than it is a, a radio show. And, you know, we want to have things that are actually interesting. How many people are really talking about coaching hires and this and that if it's, you know, a special teams coordinator or a co-defensive coordinator from Purdue going to Penn State? You know, that kind of stuff. Who cares, right? So, uh, the biggest topics of the day, that's typically what we try and do here. We've got some funny ones. We've got some interesting stuff. So, we're going to talk, you know, Tiger and J.J. Watt and baseball and, and whatever else. So, we will get into it. First things first, winningcureseverything.com is the website. If you would like to find out anything about us, along with any of the other shows that we do, et cetera, et cetera, that is your one-stop shop. Go ahead and check that out. Uh, it's got everywhere that you need to be subscribed, everywhere that you need to follow us, et cetera, et cetera. So go, go over to winningcureseverything.com. All of our college football gambling content can be found at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. You can see the banners scrolling on the video. If you're watching, if you're listening, uh, the link will be in the description, very easy to find. And if you missed the live show for whatever reason, you can always get the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast app is, it's all right there. And you can find that over on the website as well. Uh, Casey jumps in. What's up, fam? Have you guys done film study yet? I'm ready to see you guys do a live mock draft. Hey, I've been doing one for, uh, like, you know, PFF has a like their own mock thing. Have you tried that yeah. yet? No. It's uh, It's interesting. So I've done multiple teams. You can set the randomness like way up. You can set team needs way up, all that kind of stuff, and you get different grades and all that. So I have not gotten anything lower than a B minus. So and I've done probably fifteen of them, but that that might be worth you know checking out. Maybe we'll do a live mock draft one day. But we we will probably get closer to April before we start that. I mean, we're in February, yeah. so yeah. Lot, lots to talk about. In the world of sports right now, it, it, we're not even hitting on college basketball 
or the NBA or any of that stuff, and there's still news. So, so with that said, let's go ahead and dive into the biggest topic of the day, and that would be one Sir Eldrick Woods um, had a car accident yesterday morning, apparently careened off of a hill. The pictures looked awful, and it, it took the jaws of life to get him out. That, that's not true. That That's an overreaction. He, they cut it. It was terrible. It was terrible. I thought the okay, sheriff it was scary. I thought the no. sheriff had a uh, a statement that said that it was the jaws. No, of life. no, he didn't have a statement. That's what people said. Um, this is this is why Twitter's the worst place for some of this stuff. Sometimes huh. they cut him out of the windshield. Okay? okay, they cut the windshield out. They pulled him out of the windshield. You don't need the jaws of life for that. Jaws of life are this massive, huge piece of machinery that they use. Um, it, it just makes it just makes for better writing. It makes for better headline writing. You know, if it bleeds, it leads. And it's kind of a sick thing that journalists do. I would tend to agree with that. Like, th- like a real sick thing. I thought that that was a real thing from uh, from the sheriff uh, sheriff's nope. department. Nope. So, okay, nope. then that's I just, just something a journalist said that what they were told became a. And, they were absolutely not told that, and that's not what happened. That that's is, fine. It was a horrific accident. Yes. You don't have to you don't have to make something that was terrible sound more terrible. Yes, I, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree because with that. Because now when you tell the truth about it, it sounds like I'm downplaying it. I'm not. It was a horrible thing. He could have died. Yes. yes. No, he so what was it? It was a uh, like he shattered his ankle. And yep. compound was, fracture on the leg and shattered his ankle. Yeah, which is which is unbelievable that those are the only two major injuries he had. He's rehabbing from a back injury. I'm sure whatever they just fixed is uh, re re effed. Like it is, it is completely unfixed. Yep. Um, but but no, terrible thing. Shattered, and I think the ankle and the leg are the same leg, right? Same foot. Uh, yes. They're not different. So, you know, he's he's lucky as hell. That's uh, Terry jumping in with awful, awful stuff. It must have been distracted looking at the map for the closest Denny's. Uh, so, actual news, um, and maybe maybe this wasn't true, but I saw this from multiple people, and maybe they all just got it from the same person. He was on the way to meet Drew Brees. Yeah, right? It was supposed to be a photo shoot with Drew Brees and uh, Josh. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know the quarterback for the rate uh, for the for the Chargers. Holy oh, crap. Uh, uh, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Okay, yeah. that would that would make sense. We've and, talked about Josh Heupel a lot, and that's what I wanted <laughs> to say. And I was like, okay, I know that's not it. That's the new coach of Tennessee, but this name is stuck in my head, and I can't get anything out. I got the initials right, JH, and I was close. Yep, this is yep. what dyslexia does. It just messes with your brain a little bit. So it's um, possible he was he was just late and was you know going faster than he should have been. And so there's there's one thing that I've been driving for a long time, okay? Yeah. And and I drive a lot now for the past, man, I don't know, six years of my life. No, maybe more than that. When I was in the security business, I was I mean, at, at least at least a decade and maybe the last twelve years of my adult life, I, I put about two hundred miles a day on a vehicle. Okay. Yeah. I'm on roads. I've driven like a bat out of hell. I have I've driven like grandma as I was falling asleep and half tired and trying to make it home. I've I've driven a lot. I've driven a lot of different vehicles. I've never lost control of a vehicle. You know, you hear people talk about how he lost control of a vehicle. Man, I've been going fast before. 
I don't know what that feeling is like. I don't know what that experience is. And I don't know what you have to do to lose control, especially of modern vehicles, because they're made with so many safety features in them. Yeah. I mean, he was going the wrong way on an interstate for a good distance before he finally went off the road. That, it, it's, uh, yeah, that's it, all the all the news. I know that people came out do about it, it all the time. Okay, I know people lose control of the vehicle all the time. I know it happens. This is not a shot at Tiger. I I just don't know what that feeling's like. Have you ever lost control of your vehicle? No. Have you been but, in a vehicle that lost control? No. I, I haven't either. I have been called uh, a mama. The way oh, that okay. I drive. No, so I'm, I, not, I'm it, not a mall. I'm not a mall mall. I used I'm to get. I'm sure not that. I used to get a lot of. I'm not going to say a lot of tickets. I I was pulled over frequently. We talked about this last summer on the yeah. show when we were doing this every day. Uh, when I had long hair and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> I I used to drive fairly recklessly. Uh, I I wrecked one of my buddy's vehicles, but that was more somebody pulling out in front of me, trying to turn from another lane, all that kind of. It, like it was just a. Disaster. But I, I wrecked one of my friend's vehicles when I was like 18. Um, I mean, it was just a, a lot of different stuff. I've had multiple speeding tickets. Uh, I've gotten pulled over for all kind of different stuff. And because of that experience, you know, I'll typically go. You slow down. That's I've, fine. I've slowed down a lot, and I'm much more defensive on the road than I used to be. So I'm not so, defensive at all, but I have, the older I've gotten, I've slowed down a lot. Okay. I've yeah. slowed down a lot, but I'm, I mean, I used to drive like a bat out of hell and I've always been an aggressive driver. I would always rather get away from other cars, which means I'm going to bob and weave through traffic until I got free air. Yeah. And, and I will, I will still, I will still do that. And I'm sure karma is going to come back and get my ass in the next six months. I'm going to lose control and end up dead and that's fine, but I can't, I can't do anything about it. I just don't know what that's like. And I don't know how you do that. We we had a friend we went to high school with, a guy named Caleb, a guy named Barrett. They were two of my best friends in high school. Okay. Yeah. Gary went a completely different way. We didn't even talk in high school. Um, when we were driving, at some point in time, we'd just be driving down the road. And whoever's sitting on the passenger seat, I was sometimes this person, Barrett was sometimes this person, Caleb was someone, and it doesn't matter who's driving or whose car. We would just randomly reach over and grab the steering wheel and jerk it down. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> randomly grab the steering wheel and jerk it down just to see what the driver would do. That we, and, we Terry used to do that to me all the time. And, and that, Barrett that jumps in on the show. finally got to a point where Barrett would just, when we would jerk it, I, I jerked it down from him once. And he just let his hands go off the wheel. And I immediately go into panic mode. And now I'm like <laughs> from the passenger seat trying to steer this thing back to where we don't kill ourselves. We've done stuff like that. And I was obviously in high school. And this is the reason, you know, 16-year-olds insurance are super high. They absolutely yep. should be super high. I remember saying, that's not fair. And now I'm a almost a 40-year-old man. I'm like, hell yeah, it should have been double what a 40-year-old man's insurance are. Yes. You're an idiot. Yes, because those kids are idiots. That's the way but it we goes. never lost control. And those were old cars then. I mean, those were cars that were like, like my pickup truck was an 82. It was made when I was born. I do think that those those cars might have been a little bit more sturdy. No, 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 no. Modern cars now, it's not about sturdy. It's about it's a, the it's traction safety. control. Yeah. It's the braking. Oh, no, no, no. They were tanks. They were made of steel. Yeah. And yes, they were sturdy, but that's what can lose control. 
because that's, that's a, a lot of weight going in one direction trying to train. These cars now weigh nothing. Yeah, no, that's that's a valid point. Uh, jumping into the chat here, John Carter said, no matter what comes out in regards to his sobriety, most people won't believe it or accept it. He has that stigma around him from previous incidents. Well, there's only really been one other incident, and he went into rehab for it. It was the, the pain medication and whatnot. And it's it's irresponsible to immediately jump to that, right? Especially for me. I don't, I don't know if that's irresponsible. I think that's, I think that's I think, understandable. If somebody's had a problem with drugs in the past, and just because he got he had one wreck and got caught once doesn't mean he's only been on drugs once. This is something he's done for a long period of his life. I think okay? for, for uh, guys that are just sharing their opinion, <laughs> no. That's totally fine to, to question things. I think for media... To immediately oh, no, no, jump you to shouldn't it. report, you shouldn't yeah. question that until you have any kind of, yeah, no, publicly, you, but like in our group chat, my, that was my first question was, is, yeah, and that's I, totally fair. I, I, like, I hope he's okay. I hope nobody else was involved. And then after those thing, two things are checked off, man, I really hope he was sober. Yeah. I really hope, cause that's the first place my brain went. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a, it, it, of course it's the first thing that anybody thinks of right off the bat it's like 7 a.m like what you know where is he I went, going i, I, where was I he watched from? A, a golf a, a, there's a there's a golfing event this weekend uh in in california which is what he was for he was there uh doing like promo stuff promo right. stuff yeah that kind of stuff and like there's a video that he was on i watched that interview i mean he he looked baked out of his gourd in that interview and that was literally either day before this happened or two days before it happened. I think it was two days, but it was on the Sunday. And everybody, right? around, I mean, it was going through Twitter like, man, Tiger is blitzed. <laughs> he was he was with Dwayne Wade the day before playing. Like, it, he looked perfectly fine in the video from the day before. Yes. So, I mean, who knows, right? Now, the L.A. County, uh, County Sheriff said he was not drunk during the crash. It was purely no. an accident. But, but he's never had a problem with alcohol. This right, is the that's problem. the thing. We, we always want to symbol one thing and make that the devil, okay? Yeah. And, and he's that's never not had a problem with alcohol, ever. When, uh, when not he, that he doesn't drink, when but he, that's, not, that's not his devil. When he had the issue before, it was pain pills. and Man, it, was, it wasn't just pain pills, man. It was like Lawton. I mean, it was hardcore narcotics. Yeah. And hardcore it's a, but it's, shit. It's opioids. Right, like that's that's yeah. what it was, and of course that's a major major problem in this country anyway, uh, thanks to the the pharmaceutical companies and the people yeah. that just kind of give them out like candy. Um, that's right. But you know I, that whole thing, like what happened years ago, it, you know, obviously it's going to make you think that that might be involved this go around. We don't have an answer on that. We do know that he was not drunk. There was no alcohol in his yeah. system, so who knows. That was never my worry. Was he drunk? It was 7 a.m. Jesus. Yep, yep. Uh, Casey said that he fell asleep driving after a long fishing trip, woke up going 55 on the other side of the road in the grass, said he took out a tractor and totaled his 2017 Ford Focus. Uh, it was only 20,000 miles on it. Shake my damn head. Um, and then he said he was miraculously not hurt at all, but even though I had full coverage, got screwed out of about $5,000, uh, now I'm driving a 2014 Cadillac CT with 120,000 miles. Don't drive tired people. It's scary as hell. No, and that's that. I would say that yep. is my problem is because I drive so much and I'll leave the house early and I'll get home late sometimes, man. Or when I, you know, God, this is the worst thing because I take my family shit places. You know, we, we travel at night. You know, the wife gets off work on Friday, 
and we're out of here, man. I got the car packed and we are driving and I basically drive as far as I can drive and then find the closest hotel. And that's a, that's, that's a rough, that's a rough way to be. Oh so. yeah. Oh yeah. That's I, I typically try and plan those things uh, so that I have like a, a point that I, that I know that I can get to. Right. And then that way I try not to risk it too much and whatnot. So I used to drive tired all the time, man, because when we were touring, like we, we got late night shows. That's yeah. when you play. We we didn't have yeah, and, and then we had shows that were ten hours away and we had to be there for, you know, two PM load in the next day. Show gets yeah. done at, you know, twelve o'clock the night before. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Uh Terry said That's remember, what you have to do. Terry said, Remember whenever Huey would pull the e brake from the back seat, he said mine snapped on my old car. Yeah, I had a '92 Honda Accord that uh, the e-brake was just completely gone. On, I mean, it was just they they pull that thing, and for the first few times, it you know it'd give a little jerk, and then you'd smell stuff. It's like what the hell? But then eventually they'd pull that thing, and there's just nothing left. So it was like, okay, well this isn't. Funny. I don't know that I've ever had a yeah. The old, the the last car I had before I started getting trucks for work was a Honda Accord. I think that's the first and only vehicle I've ever had that had like the e-brake. Everything else has been the foot pedal brake. Yep. So y'all couldn't have screwed me up. Well, I think they they did that. Well, I would assume they would do that because they didn't want other people pulling the e-brake. But no, that's no, me. that's just how that's just how trucks have been made forever. It's just always a pedal on the floor. Uh, Terry said he was driving on 78 last week in the snow. He said that was fun. Almost lost it one oh, time. There, there's uh, no way. No, no, this is not a snow induced thing. Yeah. No. If you lose control because of weather, we're not talking about that. We're, we're just not because that's a, that's a totally different deal. Yeah. Terry, uh, Terry also brought up when he and David, you, you remember David from high school, uh, they, they used to play bumper cars. If they saw each other at a stoplight, he said, uh, we hit the hell out of each other and then drive off. <laughs> God. We were such idiots. Yeah, you better believe that. You better believe that. So, with all of this, I don't want to get to it just yet, but with the back issues, now with leg issues and whatnot, he, he's not going to be able to go on the golf course this year. But at this point, I think it's safe to say probably we are not going to get Tiger beating Tiger. Jack Nicklaus's records no. and, and all that, right? Like, our, is, is, is the comeback he was, done? He's still the greatest golfer to ever live. He's still the greatest golfer to ever live. If the last, I heard Tony Kornheiser, who's a golf fanatic, talk about this on his podcast today. If the last time we got to see Tiger Woods in a competitive match, okay, in a competitive tournament, was while he was playing alongside his son, which is what we got to see this year, then that's that's the way this thing should end. And that's okay. That's an unbelievable ending to what was a a remarkable start and stardom from just beginning until the collapse all-time stardom I'm, and then the comeback story of winning the masters in yes, 19 that's just, what i was going to say if if that is the last real you know yeah. major tournament that we see him competitive in that at least we have that memory and not you know the crap from from before all the stuff with uh, right. with his ex wife, right? That's right. So I, I like that. Uh, Terry said I stole and that I, Honda. I like, yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I and I, I like I like the last tournament he played in. He really played in was was the tournament he played alongside with his son. Yeah, yeah, it's that's fun. We we got to see uh, Tiger and Phil and Peyton and yes. Tom Brady during the pandemic. That's that right. was uh, that was entertaining. That brought so, some smiles. 
this is a weird transition. We didn't intend on talking to this. Is there anybody else we could, does it have to be somebody who's old and been playing for a long time? Can we pair anybody else with Phil to do these matches? Well, yeah. I mean, you can you can bring Justin Thomas. It, like, there's no, a lot of guys. If, that you, have, hey, if you get a legit pro, they're going to beat the hell out of Phil. Have you uh, seen Phil play point. against pros? Yeah, that's. I mean, a good he's point. barely making cuts, and these are against professionals. No, 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 no. Phil beats the shit out of Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, Steph Curry. Yeah, because he's a professional. But the top of the line pros that you would get are are all light years better than Phil right now. Uh, what what we would need is entertaining former golfers. Yes, we need we need somebody else who's a retired golfer. But the problem is is one of the reasons people will say Tiger had such a dominant run was outside of Phil, man, he didn't have anybody push him. And and that is true, by the way. That that you have to you have to take things where they were, okay? His run, you know, it it's it's a lot like those old Celtics teams. Where where you look back and and you know they got they got eight championships in like ten years yeah because they were they were one of and there were only like eight teams competing. I don't. I'm looking. I don't see. No, I mean no. There's not like there's nobody that would bring a crowd the way that Tiger would. No, um, well, nobody's going to bring a crowd, but there's plenty of young golfers that could play with him, and some of them are great on camera. These guys are really polished and good. The, the issue you're going to get is, is it ain't going to be very competitive. Unless that's that's what a, I was saying. It, you Justin do a bunch Thomas, of trick shot know, like stuff that. in there because they're a lot. I mean, even if you take, like, Ricky Fowler's never won a major, okay? He's one of my favorite golfers in the world, probably. I'm not going to say he's my favorite, and he's he's been my favorite for a long time. Love Fowler. We're giving them. Fowler is consistently a top five, top ten guy, though. Like, I don't know that he got what it takes to put four days together to win. Fowler's great on camera. He's funny. He's likable. He's He's got a lot of Phil in him outside of the fact that Phil was able to win, and Fowler just can't get over the hump of beating all of these guys because the field is so good. But Fowler's light years ahead of Phil. Light years ahead of him. What uh, what about John Daly? So, who see now it's a spectacle and it wouldn't be as respectable thing. See Tiger gets a gets a second chance. John Daly doesn't get a second chance because John Daly hasn't ever changed who he is. Now it would be entertaining as hell, and there's a market of people who would love it. But I don't. I don't think. That's different. Now that's that's the name. That's that's the guy that would bring the eyeballs and would play. Now feels probably a lot better than John Daly, but oh, yeah, it would absolutely. be it would be fun and it would be entertaining. the The problem that you're going to get is is I I don't know that the people who put these on want to deal with John Daly. Probably not. I mean, it, I mean it, you're not going to be able a, to. That, yeah, that's a guy that's probably <laughs> been blacklisted from golf. Probably so. Probably so. Well, I'm I'm glad that we have at least gotten to see, you know, some of that stuff uh, from Tiger towards the oh, end yeah. of his career, yeah. rather than him just fading off into the distance. You know, he, well, we're glad he's okay. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing. Like, there's a world where he could have not survived this. Oh, 100. percent You know, there's a world where where the the, the pictures you know, looked awful, man. I just yeah. like I I could not believe. I'll that tell you this: he was awake from that. You know the reason. You know the reason. He's driving that Genesis is because they pay him to drive that Genesis. 
And I'm going to tell you, Genesis is having a good day because Uh, there's a, there's a lot of other vehicles out there that he doesn't walk away from that. No, you're, you're a hundred percent right about that. The safety features on that to where he just blew up one leg and that's it from that. Holy crap. Yeah. That's, that's pretty insane. Pretty insane. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk a little NFL. JJ Watt with the cryptic tweet yesterday. Let me uh, let me actually read what it says. This it's was just, it's just three words. That, well, no, it's a little more than that. Seven fifty four a.m. on Tuesday, he tweeted out, "Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell." Oh yeah. Okay. Now everybody has taken this every which direction you could possibly take it. Um, a lot of people, like Katie Nolan responded to it and was like counterpoint and put a YouTube video up that said, mitochondria aren't just the powerhouse of the cell. Um, but Mina Kimes, I thought, had the most interesting thoughts on it because yes. she found a graphic that said energy equals mitochondria. And then she tagged a picture of First Energy Stadium, which is in Cleveland. Now, Buffalo Bills fans were going insane because the uh, the lead mitochondria research center in the United States is located in Buffalo, New York. So, so. <laughs> well, she did more than just mitochondria. Energy equals mitochondria. She also took cell. Oh, and that's then, right. <laughs> so, yeah, the cells, and then and then she dropped she dropped one of the L's. So you got C E L, and then she switched the L and the E, and you got Cleve for Cleveland. No, so she she did a thing. I'm I'm gonna tell you right now that Mia Kimes is the is the best NFL media coverage person out there. I'm a huge Kevin Clark fan. They're one, two. Kevin Clark is not nearly as entertaining as she is the funniest. Her wit is better than anybody who covers sports, anybody in any journalism at all. She is, she is quick. She is funny. She's smart. I, I really, really, really like her stuff. You could have locked the smartest, funniest hundred, 500 writers in the country in a room and none of them, none of them come up with her, her little Cleveland cell thing. thing, Right. Yeah. 
Uh, Terry said, wow. His brain doesn't think that way. <laughs> Terry said, wow, talk about reading too much into a tweet. Um, he also came back later and shared out uh, a picture of himself working out that said scary hours. Yeah. Now, Mina also went back. She said, it's done. And she shared a picture of the scary hours track list, which is a playlist, I think, on uh, Spotify or Apple, one of, one of them. Uh, the first track is called God's Plan, and if you go and look at uh, Jarvis Landry's Twitter page, uh, his his Twitter handle is at God underscore son 80. So she is all in on him going to Cleveland this year, and I don't know that I can disagree with it. I don't even know that any of this necessarily means anything. No, none of it but... means anything. It's just <laughs> It's just funny. It's Listen, certainly fun. I'll tell you that. As a as a sports writer, and there's not a lot going on in your sport right now, instead of like one more hypothetical where's Watson going article or conversation you can have, let's do this. Let's take things that have nothing to do with football that these free agents or athletes are talking about and saying, and let's see how we can cleverly spin them into a web of, of what you think would be entertaining. And it is certainly that, I mean, I think, I think it's really well done. I think it's good. I, I think this is what the internet's purpose was. Okay. Is to, is to find brains like this and get the things that come in their brain out for the world to hear and see and read. Uh, very much so. So I, I, I believe that. Now, so. why why would he tweet mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell? Like I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Does he have kids? Is he helping somebody with the with the you know some science homework or whatever? Did he just go down some weird YouTube wormhole where he started learning about cells? Is somebody talking to him about HGH and how it affects your cells? And and he's just like. Why do why do we pick random things to think about and to do in the deep dive? Okay, I I, I you know I don't know. I got no idea. I, I'll tell you what I did for the forty five minutes before you were ready to come on. I was looking up YouTube videos on how to overcome fear of roller coasters because <laughs> I am irrationally afraid, like a phobic to a point where watching these and thinking about trying to get me on the roller coaster that I want to ride, which is not close to these things, scary wise, it got me so anxiety like that like I start crying. Like it and this is this is me sitting in my chair right here watching my laptop, but thinking about crossing that line of I'm not doing that too. I have to do that. Because the next time we go to Disney World, my daughter wants to ride these two roller coasters. Which uh, which two? They're they're, the, they're 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 family friendly ones. They're not even that bad. It's the new Slinky Dog Ride, okay, and Toy Story, and the uh, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, okay. And and we have talked about, oh yeah, we'll ride them, and I watch them on YouTube, and they're no big deal. And then you get there, and you see them in person, and I just tell her, nope, <laughs> nope, it, it ain't happening. But now I'm at a point where you got to nut up. You're a dad, okay. You, you can't just tell her no the rest of her life. You can't teach her to not be afraid of things and, 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 and to face your fears in life. And then she sees that you have this one crippling fear that you're just not willing to face. I, um, it's funny that you bring up the, the YouTube stuff. 
because one of the questions that I've got that I want to start asking people that we that we jump on with that have interviews with us and whatnot, I want to ask them what YouTube rabbit holes they've been down. Uh, that's one that it, so I've got friends that live across the country, and every Friday night we have a Zoom call that we all just get together and shoot the shit and whatever. And that's one of the questions that gets brought up frequently. All right, what YouTube rabbit holes have you been down? Like what? Are you, <laughs> what are you trying to research now? Uh, you bring up the roller coaster stuff. My daughter, the last time we took her to Disney, I had not been on a roller coaster since I was 18 years old, and we did the Barnstormer mm-hmm. at Disney. And it's so that's just like a an little, easy one, right? That's yeah. like the that's like the smallest roller coaster there, yeah. right? It's like 60 seconds. It's not. It's it's yeah. Goofy's thing, but yeah. I was terrified to do it, you know, for a long time, and she really wanted to ride it, and I said, okay, like, all right, I really don't want to do this, but okay, we'll we'll knock it out and we'll try it, and it. Really was not that bad. Like I, you know, it. I think you'll. I think you'll be fine with it. Casey said, "I never used to have anxiety at all. Never really believed in it. Since last year, I've developed a panic disorder, and it." Oh. Uh, he said, "It. Uh, it is hell. My life hasn't been the same in over a year. I've still not gotten used to it. Yeah, anxiety is a real thing, man. Anxiety is legit. The, the thing is, is it's it, there are things that trigger it. Okay, like we yeah. know we like to use the word trigger to make fun of people who are weak. Okay, yeah, but." But I can I could go throughout my day, my life for months and years and feel fine and never feel and then I I have an irrational fear of roller coasters, heights. Heights and roller coasters probably a lot in that together. And then snakes. That's it. That's it. Now, heights and roller coasters, I will at least do things. To an to an extent. I, I've never gotten on a roller coaster, but like I'll ride Splash Mountain. Like I know it's got the one big drop. I know it does, but I'm okay. I can. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm gonna be afraid. I'm gonna whine, bitch, and moan all the way through it. That's what I do. But but I'm gonna do it. I I will not face my fear of snakes because there's no reason to. I, there's no reason for me to not be able to go my entire life and never be confronted with a snake. Yeah. That's perfectly acceptable. I live in a suburb. I don't live in the woods. Um, I don't know. You got some woods back behind your house, man. <laughs> No, we don't. That's a that's another guy's backyard behind my house. Really? That's because yeah. you had you've had to deal with raccoons and shit. Like why? Well, yeah, we got raccoons. Raccoons ain't woods, man. Raccoons that's live a, where food true. is. No, that's a, they, that's don't, a valid point. they don't live in the woods. They come to the city to get food. <laughs> my uh, my buddies that lived out in the Bay Area, they uh they just moved to Tahoe, and they had their first bear experience. So they're they're, they're not afraid about like we go yeah. to we go to Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge all the time and like like we'll, we'll there'll be signs up in the cabin area that we're staying in if there's like been like recently a bear sighting to tell people like be on alert like there are bears out and they've been spotted in this area please don't whatever like I don't know why I know that a bear will kill me and the snake that I see in my yard probably won't. I know yeah. that that doesn't matter. That's it's not about life or death. It's not about, I know that I'm more likely to die in the car because I spend so much of my life in a car and the roller coaster at Disney world ain't killed anybody. Maybe ever. Okay. And yeah. it, it doesn't matter. It's not about dying. Okay. I'm not afraid of dying. It's yeah. just this irrational fear that I have. This is one I have to get over. Casey said his, uh, his anxiety is bad. He said, some things trigger panic like large crowds, but I have anxiety on a daily basis, and it makes me dizzy. Uh, he said, I pray everyone gets cured that has this because it really is debilitating. 
Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. It's it's a it's a. If legit you deal with thing. daily anxiety, I've never. I I, can, I can't say I've dealt with that, and I it's, don't know what that is. It's a but. rough deal. I've I've I'm very close with people that uh, that have had to experience it, and sometimes it just gets better. Sometimes it gets better with medication. Sometimes it's changing diet. I mean, there's all kind of different stuff, man, that that can affect it. So it's it's just a chemical imbalance. You know, it's pretty crazy. I don't know how in the world we got on this, but either way, JJ White has a, had a cryptic tweet, and we don't know if it means anything or not. Who knows? But uh, if if we do read anything into it, it means either Buffalo or Cleveland. So somebody whatever. should be able. We should have a reporter by now. Have because that tweet was two days ago. Should should be able to say, "Hey, what were you doing? What does that mean?" Well, that's if he wants to talk to anybody. Oh, why wouldn't he tell somebody? Like like uh, if it really point. was cryptic, then then he wouldn't answer. But if it but if it's not, and he just a guy who went down a wormhole and was thinking about stuff, like. Don't give us a taste. Give us give us the worm. Let us know. What were you doing? Well, th- this is what he said over the weekend. Somebody uh, responded to one of his tweets and said, uh, yo, you want to sign somewhere or nah? And he said, I scrolled through DoorDash for like an hour before I pick a restaurant, man. And he said, you're going to have to give me a second to choose a new team in a city. Yeah, so- <laughs> no, I understand that. No, fans fans want to know right now, and I totally get him wanting to take his time. I'm not asking him to, to give me the answer to, to where he's going to sign. I'm asking him to tell me what the hell the tweet went. Yeah, yeah. That's all. I think that's a fairly I think that's reasonable, a reasonable question. Yeah, you're a high profile person with millions of Twitter followers. You send out a one line tweet with no explanation that has nothing to do with anything. It doesn't feel. Yeah, like. this is totally random. What are you? Are you? Are you like a big science buff that we didn't know about? I mean, you know, that's okay if you are. I, I just tell us. Let us know. Yes, I would love to know and, and any kind of an answer. Any kind of an answer. Yeah. Let's uh speaking of high profile individuals, maybe not so much with millions of Twitter followers and whatnot, but uh but the Mariners president, I guess now former president, Kevin Mathers, he resigned recently. Uh was it yesterday or the day before? I I don't even remember. But uh but I do know this. He was talking to a rotary club and it's just, you know, fans of the Mariners, whatever, got pretty high profile individuals that are in this club. But the the meeting that he had was on Zoom, and it was being recorded. And the meeting got out to the public, et cetera, et cetera. And this guy said some stuff. Like, obviously, there's the offensive stuff about guys that can't speak English and whatever else. But he got into some... It's stuff that you would never expect to hear. Like, in the NBA, you never hear anybody talk about tanking, right? Because it's it's... Very highly frowned upon. You can they'll get do fined. It. They'll do yeah, they it. Do but it. They don't. But they don't talk about it. But he started talking about uh, when the clock starts on it, the the length of time that you have guys on, yeah. on not bringing guys, up when to bring guys up, and you're not oh, going to yeah. have this guy come up. We know he's not going to be here because we're not going to start that clock. And he was honest about it, man. No, he was beyond. So why would you be that honest with a Rotary Club? Is there a good reason? Like I feel like maybe he had to be drunk. Like, uh, he, he maybe, but also, it, he it didn't sound be, drunk. It could be a thing where a guy, a guy, just wanted to tell the truth. Like these guys are asking me questions, and you know what? Nobody does. Nobody tells the truth. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be honest about how we run a ball club. And and outside of his like, you know, like you talked about the the things about having a problem with the players, um. 
who who can't speak English or not. Look, dude, you're in baseball. All right. This this ain't the NFL and this ain't the 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 NBA. Okay. That, I would venture to say that 50% of the people are either from Hispanic countries or Korean, uh, uh, Asian countries, right? A large, large portion of the, the population of your sport doesn't speak English as their first language. So he was really proud of the fact that he was really cheap. Um, or the organization was cheap. Uh, Talking about Kyle Seeger being overpaid, Talking about how they're probably not going to keep the bats next the year, thing. like that stuff. I don't care about like all the baseball stuff that he was just bluntly honest that nobody would talk about. I I actually appreciate. All right, because yeah. if you can't take it to say that I signed you this contract, look, I have to pay you the money. I don't have to like it. All right, you got me. You got me over a barrel. You got the contract. I overpaid you. You're not worth the money. Congratulations to you. Do I have to go to the media and be proud of that? Do I have to go to the media and and talk about that like it's a good thing? No, I have no problem with him going to the media and telling them. And this wasn't even media, but 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 telling anybody, yeah, that was a bullshit contract. We lost on that deal. Yeah. Or you know, hey, we got a really good deal on this guy. This guy doesn't know his value. Or the and, TV contract and, that they got. Yeah, that, the TV contract. Like, that's fine. Pay the them. TV contract but that's deal, fine. For those that's that don't fine. know, the TV contract stuff was, uh, he said that they they were not worth the TV contract that they got. And that well, is, he just said well, it's a better deal for us than it is for them. Yeah. And I don't know how you say that when it can go out in the public. That's insane. That's uh, all of this stuff that we don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem with him saying any of this stuff. Like, I, I enjoy the honesty. What yeah. I'm surprised at is the fact that he actually said it in a public forum, like with people that he does not know personally. That's what's crazy. I just I just think these guys get to a point where they're tired of playing games. They're tired of bullshitting people. Everybody knows what's going on in these sports. Yeah. I kind of have an appreciation outside of the fact that the guy seems to be an asshole about being real proud about how he kind of cheats his his person like like the people that work at the stadium and yes. shit like that. Like and 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 being, you know, you know, you, you've signed this picture that's, you know, you're paying $5 million to, but 75000 a year, he has to have a translator, and you don't want to pay the seventy five grand for his translator anymore? Like, all right. Like, like th- that's the kind of stuff that he should be catching shit for. And instead, we're all enamored with the fact that, holy crap, he's talking about every one of these presidents is doing exactly what he's doing, by the way. Oh, yeah. They're all, they're all doing it. All right. They're not doing the asshole stuff that he's doing, but the way he's running his team, you know, the Cubs openly didn't bring Chris Brian, uh, uh, Brian up. Remember that? Yep. And, and we were waiting to start his clock or whatever. And, you know, it, but they couldn't say that they had to say, well, we don't think he's ready. We don't think he's ready because they were all being cagey with it. Stop being cagey. This is a business deal, guys. This is, the players association and the owners agreed to this contract situation. All right. If you don't want the clocks to start at a certain time, if you don't want service time to be adjusted based on when they come to the MB, uh, the, the big leagues, then change the cooperation league rules. Okay. Then change the, then, then let's change those rules. All right. But while the rules are there, we're going to play by the rules we got. 
And that means I either get to control this guy for five years if I don't bring him up until the middle of the year or the end of the year, or I get to control him for four years if I bring him up right away. I'm, I think he's the goods. I don't think we're going to win right now. So I'm going to wait until the end of the season to bring him up. Tough yeah. shit. You don't like it? Change the rules. Yeah, I, all doing I would it. agree with that. Uh, outfielder Jared Kalinick, a top prospect for the Mariners, uh, he has come out publicly saying that his service time is being uh, manipulated by the Mariners. I mean, it, it was pretty obvious. He talked about it. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, he and the MLBPA are uh, discussing filing a grievance. And they I'm can sure file you- all the grievances they want. The, the, the language is allowed in the, in the rules, okay? Like, you, yeah. you can't say, like, if you're the first-round draft pick this year in the NFL and the second and the third-round draft pick, basically the salaries, since they changed the salary structure to where it used to just be first-round draft picks could get, like, $30 million deals, and they realized, okay, that was dumb. We have to change this rule. Um, Like, there's a salary scale now. You don't get to argue that. You can say, "Oh well, they're they're I'm I'm grossly underpaid. I should be paid more, even as a rookie. I'm worth more." No, doesn't matter. That this is the rules we agreed to in the collective bargaining. Okay, so this is you know you can not like it, but you, you can't sue me for more money. You can't. You can't. You know. I guess you could. You're just gonna lose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know what to what to make of that. I don't know what the MLB is going to do with this, uh, because if they do file grievances and you've got on tape this guy admitting to doing this, then I, you know I don't know what happens there because it is in the rules that you can do it. You can do it. There's no I there's nothing don't in the know. rules that says you can't collude to not do it. What what is collusion? You're, you're the team. It's not like you're colluding with four other teams yeah. to hold his value back. You're you're the president. You control all player personnel moves. Yeah. So so yeah, yes, I'm keeping you down to control your value. This is the deal that was collectively bargained by the PA. Now the PA doesn't like it, that's fine. When when the deal is up, let's renegotiate a new deal. But right now Good I'm going to play under this deal. Yeah. yeah. And everybody does it. Just nobody has the balls to come out and say what this guy said. Yeah, so I'm not going to crush him for saying all the crap bluntly that all baseball guys are doing. I, I think the guy's an asshole because he doesn't want to pay his pl- people. And I'm not talking about millionaire pay players. I'm talking about people that come to come to the ballpark that work for eight dollars an hour in tips. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't want to like give that, them parking like, spots. Like that, he doesn't you know, want to. I'm talking about how you're you're willing to go get a player that you know and pay them millions of dollars. And their translator makes seventy five thousand a year, and you don't want to pay that, but you know because that player can speak English. Yeah, they can to communicate with you the best they can, but that's not their first language. Like that's not how they want to communicate, and they're more opt to make mistakes and things that they're going to say. Hell, this is my first language, and I say shit wrong all the time. I don't know any other languages, and I still misuse this one. Yeah, and I'm and I'm not nearly as public as any of these professional ball players are. So, no, you're uh, you're right about that. Uh, Damian jumps in. He said, "What's up?" John Carter said, "It's 75 in Clemson today, and it's not raining." Michael Curtis. That was in response to Michael Curtis jumping in. He said, "I'm enjoying 50 degree weather up in New Hampshire today." He's pretty excited about that. So, uh, yes, very exciting times. Everybody feels like has pretty decent weather around the United States right now, and that is a uh, 
a far cry from what it was last week. I am, man, I'm dealing with sinuses and all kind of mess because of, I mean, hell, it was 10 degrees last week and now it's almost 70. So just ridiculous. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, we will close out today's show. We've already been on this for 45 minutes, but let's, let's go ahead and close out with an interesting story that, uh, that we found just before you and I went live, and that is a... A uh, Czech free, dr- uh, free diver, excuse me, broke a Guinness World Record when he swam for a distance of 265 feet under the ice of a frozen lake. It said David Ventral held his breath for one minute and 35 seconds while swimming under the ice at a lake in Lahost. Um, this is, you know, he was doing it for a Guinness World Record. Chris, I want to know one. Why? What? What is it about Guinness World Records that is that is such a big deal? I don't know. I've actually never found them to be very interesting. I don't understand what the what the deal is with. Like, is there is there pay that comes along with this? Is no, there? I actually don't think there deals? is. Like, I, I don't I think you get like a certificate, and that's it. Like your name ends up in a book that nobody's going to read. Yes, and I don't understand it. Now, no. I'm, I'm also curious, how would you train for this? Uh, I mean, just swimming in cold all the time. And, and there are people that do this. So so the cold actually doesn't is the part that doesn't even bother me um, so much because I, I know enough and listen to enough people that like do cold plunges now that that it it's a it's a thing that it's normal. Like I'm we are trying to save up for a pool. Now we're several years away from probably being able to save up for a pool. But, but I would like a pool simply because after the summer is over, a, I like to swim and it's one of the easier ways to get a lot of exercise for me without my joints hurting because I'm so big, but, but also like doing cold plunges is, is one of the most, the healthiest therapeutic thing you can do. Okay. And, and I, I listen to a lot of people that do them religiously. They leave their pool open all year long and every day they go out, they walk in the pool, they get their head all the way underwater, they get up, then they swim one lap. Swim to the deep end, go down, touch the bottom, come back up, swim out, walk out of the pool. And every day they do it. And it's been shown to, like, really, really do a lot with, uh, uh, like, brain degenerative diseases, like, like in, and I guess preventing or or fighting like the causes of dementia and Alzheimer's and things like that. Um, it's it's the same thing with cold showers and, um, uh, ice baths, like football players. But Um, but I'm going to tell you like cold shower, like, so I listen to a lot of these folks, cold showers are nothing like it it just, uh, it's just not, you need to be submersive. It needs to be submersive. Um, but uh, so the cold part of him getting in there and doing that, I mean, I, I literally listen to two different guys that do a podcast every day and now they don't talk about this every day, but it's something that comes up, I don't know, every couple of months or whatever. And, and they're not connected. They're not related. They're not 
they're not one another's podcasts and in no world do they, you know, fall in the same Venn diagram, but they just happen to every now and then bring up, you know, that they both have pools and they leave them open all year long. They don't use heaters and they go in them every, every day, religiously every day. Um, and in the summer times and in the spring when it's warmer, they do ice baths. But they're like the ice bath just isn't the same. It's harder to get your whole body submerged because you know they're six yeah. foot three and and you know whatever. But it it just I, I that the ice part is no big deal. The part that's impressive to me is being able to swim that distance without coming up for air. That's that's a long way, yeah. minute and a half to hold your breath. Not that you could train yourself to do that. I don't know how long it would take me to train myself to do that, but um, you know. His, uh, his support team, by the way, had to verify that the ice on the lake was at least 11.8 inches thick, which was a yeah. Guinness requirement. I don't understand Why? that. Like, Guinness is going to say the ice has to be almost tw- a foot thick. Like, the water's not any colder underneath there, okay? Like, if the yeah. ice is six inches thick. I mean, it's the just... Water's the, same, the water's the same thickness, uh, the, the same cold. Water can only get so cold before it turns into ice. I don't understand any of it. Uh, now, Damien brought up people jumping like Michigan here in Chicago uh, during the winter just for a charity cost. Yeah, the polar yeah. bear plunge is is a thing across the country. Country. Um, people do it all the time. All and that's place. that's totally reasonable. Like, polar bear plunge, you jump in, then you climb right back out. That's one thing. Yeah. I, I don't know Once you, that so, I'd be swimming so, under ice. So... Adam Carolla is one of the guys that does cold plunges, okay? Yeah. And he talks about how once you get in and you're totally submerged, being in it for, you know, that 30 seconds and jumping out and being in it and swimming to the other end, going down to the deep end, touching the bottom of the pool, coming back up, swimming all the way out, and being in it for two and a half minutes is no big deal. Like, there's no, there's no difference. Your body's not more cold or whatever. Once you're in it, your body does a, a weird shock, you know, kind of thing, but then you get acclimated pretty quickly. The human body is just a pretty impressive thing. It really oh, is. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, so, so him being in it for a minute and a half, are basically two minutes because he's got to get down in it first before he goes under. Um, you know, you're you're talking about nothing. I, yeah. Okay. I can. I can yes, see that. it's really cold. I couldn't go out there and do it tomorrow. I couldn't make the swim that long. But but I I think if you do one year of cold plunging, if you cold plunge every day for one year, you can handle the cold. And outside of being able to hold my breath, as long as like. Cause I saw like little holes cut in the ice, like every so many feet. Like if I could swim to that little portal and come up and take a breath and then swim to the next portal and take a breath. I think in one year of training for that, I could do it. I could bl- I because could, I, I don't, well, first I got to have ice that would hold my fat ass up. But after that, <laughs> like I, it's the cold is just a point where, and he, the dude lives in Czech. Okay. Yeah. Like he's in the Czech Republic. Right. This is, it's not like this guy lives in San Diego. No, that's okay? true. That's true. Right. Uh, he, he, he's not coming from from Uganda. Hey, right. Damien, Damien wants to know why there are record books in sports. I don't have a uh, like. Well, I, that's how you measure the game. I mean, I, yeah, you know. I, like you you measure the greatest by. Uh, is he making fun of your why? Why did the Guinness Book of Records exist? No, and it's. Saying, I, I'm not so much worried about why the Guinness Book of World Records exists. I'm more curious about why some of these things are being measured 
Like, I, I just don't, like, the 11.8 inches thick, like, why? Like, what, yeah, who, what difference and who, does it and make? And, who, and who, who came up with that standard? Yeah, that's see, that's the other part of this. Is, I mean, it, it, it makes no sense. So, here's the other part of this. He, he swam 265 feet. He beat the current record of 250 feet, which was set by Danish swimmer Stig Aval Severinsen in 2013. Somebody else had already done this. Well, yeah. I just, I... I don't. It, how how do they come up with things to put in this book? So you first have to call them and tell them I'm doing this. Okay, I, I heard of somebody trying to do something, and they literally just called the Guinness Book of World Records and said, "I need you to come. I'm going to attempt this." And then somebody from Guinness like came over and watched them try to do their thing, and it was a thing that had never been done before. So it's not like. Uh, somebody else did it, and I'm trying to beat that. It was the first time that. So I don't even know, like, if you create something, you know, I, yeah, say I'm going to eat guess. 50 cupcakes in five minutes, you know, or whatever. <laughs> like nobody's ever even tried that. That's not in the Guinness Book of Records anywhere. But like, if you called Guinness and was like, "Hey, I'm going to try to do this. I think I can do this." Like, you got to call them. They've got to agree to do it. Then they're going to set up a time and then you got to get everything together and they're going to film it, videotape it. And somebody's going to watch it from there kind of deal. But I don't, you know, I don't know. They're trying, I'm sure Guinness is trying to stay relevant. I guess in the, so. in the world where things change every day, I'm sure they're just trying to stay relevant. I, that would make sense to me. All right, let's, uh, let's go on and get out of here. We've gone about an hour. So <laughs> you guys have been fantastic. Thank you to everybody that jumped into the chat. Of course, if uh, if you missed some of the live show, make sure that you grab the podcast. Leave a nice five-star review. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. You can find everything you need to know about us over there, everywhere to subscribe, follow, whatever. And, of course, our gambling content, SBRPicks.com slash NCAAF. That's all of our college football news and notes and gambling and whatnot. Uh, FCS, of course, going strong. We have a new video over on YouTube. Just search out SBR Picks. You can find it right there. Or we've got a playlist on our YouTube channel. You can go find it over there. Uh, video is out now. And, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll be sharing that out on Twitter, all that good stuff. So you can always find us there as well. Chris, is there anything else we need to dive into? That's it, brother. That is it. All right, you guys have been great. We appreciate you being here. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully we can all cash some tickets this week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. 
Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.